Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone. Anna Steinfest with Dr. Michael Troyer, where today we'll talk about how to calculate the employee labor percentage. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna, and hello, everyone who's joining us today for our podcast. So employee labor percentage, um, it's extremely important for us to calculate or even to pay attention to that because the payroll usually is one of the largest expense any firm or company occur. And you and I have often talked about the importance of having not a whole lot, but but certain metrics that you keep track of and you you monitor their as they grow or decline over time. And this is, I think, one of those metrics that you re, to be a good business person, you really ought to have a sense of. So why so, why did we decide to talk about, especially when we talk about percentage? Well, we need to have a sense of of this expense that we face up against other expenses that we have. But in particular, we want to know, let's say, relative to our revenue, is it growing with our revenue? Is it declining? Is it growing faster than our revenue? Because all of those things immediately tell us something. We're, we're either losing money because our, our labor percentage is growing, which means that's cutting into our profits, our net income. If our labor percentage is declining, that's very encouraging because that's giving us some excess dollars, cash, to then use for other things to further grow the business. And the other thing I just would like to add is benchmarking, because in the same industry, you should be able to have the same kind of percentage and you will be able to benchmark your company and performance of your firm compared to another firm within the same industry. This is extremely important. For example, it's often suggested that a service business is going to have a higher uh, labor percentage uh, than let's say a manufacturing firm or uh, service businesses uses a lot of labor, a lot of people to, to deliver that service. In manufacturing, we have a lot of costs that aren't tied to labor necessarily, the, the fixed costs of equipment and so on. So as you said, to benchmark those, what should we look like uh, in our industry relative to other firms? How do we compare ourselves? It, yes, and sometimes <laughs> when we are trying to cut cost labor cost that can that can hurt us also so you have to make sure for our listeners you have to make sure that you have like it's a balancing act altogether so let's talk about how do we calculate now we will go a little bit technical on you we hope we don't lose you but just just make sure that you know you pay attention of some of the things you will include uh into calculating of um of the this labor employee labor percentage. And keep in mind that this is a recording you can go back and listen to. We leave it up there because if you can't write this in your car, and I don't want you to do that if you're driving somewhere, uh, you'll still want to know these these items. So the first thing, if I'm right, Anna, and you check me because you're my financial expert, we want to we add in wages and salaries that we're paying to employees. That's the first item. And then we have to add in bonuses. And if we pay commissions, or other forms of compensation, right? 
Absolutely. And you know, make sure that you add your FICA. So your Medicare of all the wages you pay, you, um, you have to uh, add your FUTA. This is the employer, especially the employer paid. Um, you have to unemployment, you have to add the unemployment states, worker compensation, insurance, insurance, general liability, all these little adds on to the total labor cost. These are all the things we have to pay as soon as we add another employee, for example, all these things are going to go up because they're pieces we pay on behalf of or to that specific employee. Another one would be any other benefits we provide them. Yes, we talk about health insurance, but it would, could be a variety of other benefits you might be offering in order to attract uh, employees to come your way. So all of those go into that measure of payroll expense. Yes. And then we would like you to gather all your sales information. So if you can, if you can uh, calculate what is your gross sales. And that ought to come out probably from, from your annual financial report from your accountant. But if you want to do it on a monthly basis, then that's something you have to figure out you know, by month what, what your uh, sales are, sales revenue. <clears throat> but you might have to adjust it for seasonality of your business, too. I have some businesses that their monthly sales revenue will be up in one month and, and down in another because of the seasonal character of the sales. And then at that point, you can calculate the percentage. So you will divide your labor costs we've talked about by gross sales and multiply by 100. And I think we have an example for you. Um, if let's say that your gross sales is equal to 500,000, your labor cost totals 140,000. So you're dividing $140,000, which is again, your labor cost by 500,000, which is your gross sales and multiply that by 100 and you should be you should receive a percentage equals to 28 percent so the formula is not very difficult to calculate but it is important to make sure that you have the correct numbers when you're calculating and michael mentioned but we i would like to mention this again when you talk about wages it's not only your salary all your payroll taxes and all your employee benefits he mentioned that also because if you pay $35 to your employee, actually, um, you don't pay them $35. You probably pay them more, $45 or even more. Depends how much um, fringe benefits you add to the calculation and insurance, too. And we're in a time where, because labor is short, everybody's trying to come up with new ways of enticing employees to stay and find new employees. So if you're offering them free dry clean, that's an employee expense. If you're offering them other little benefits like that, those right now are things you'd have to calculate in that labor uh, cost percentage. Now, we want you to think about what you have here in, in this number. So we, let's say we've just figured out that our labor cost percentage is 28%. What we now want to do is look at that over time. How is that changing? Is that staying the same month to month? Are we managing our labor costs well? Or is it going up? And that's relative, and it can go up. You know, it depends on whether our 
our sales revenue is changing or our labor cost percentage is changing. So we have to pay attention to those two numbers. What causes this ratio, this percentage to go up or down? We need to understand that. One, if, if it's staying the same, it, it may imply we're doing a good job of managing our labor costs relative to our sales revenue. If, uh, if it declines or goes up, then we're being told something by these numbers that we have to pay some attention to. Are we being less efficient? Are we being more effective in getting, uh, in generating sales with a given group of employees that we have? And I think a common question that comes up, what, what, when can I afford to add an additional person mm -hmm. to my labor force? Because I wanna grow. Well, one question would be whether your labor percentages has been going up. Uh, if your labor percentage has been going up, I'm not sure that's the time to add another employee. You're going to you're going to add simply more to your labor cost percentage. If it's been steady, uh, there might be some other things you want to think about. But you're not showing much improvement in your labor percentage. I'm more comfortable if you can show me over a period of three months that your labor percentage has been declining. Now that tells me you're in a position to perhaps add an employee. But there's another critical factor in here, and check me on this. Uh, I hope I'm right about this, but time frame is important. Yes. That yeah. is, if I've been paying attention to my labor uh, cost percentage over time, when I've added an employee previously, I've had to watch how long it takes me to get back. Last time I was at 28% before I added this person. And now uh, I've, I've jumped up to uh, 32%. I want to watch over time. How long does it take me get to get back to that 28%? How long before this employee is productive enough in contributing to what we're doing and generating sales revenue that I'm back to that 28% I'm trying to be at? Then I may be in a position to add another employee. If, they're if I think they can generate, have an impact on my sales revenue. Um, but I want, to know long, I want to know how long that's going to take. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to analyze. Now, if you're a larger company, you probably have to have like a group uh, analyzing cost of labor of group of, uh, of departments because you want to know how much is the direct labor cost for the product you are manufacturing, for example, compared to because when you talk about the total labor cost, you're adding administrative cost where this, let's say your marketing department may be servicing several different departments. So going and doing this, analyzing this data department or product by product or project, uh, every, uh, every project you will be working on, it's extremely important because you need to know what is your cost per, uh, like your, what is your labor cost per project to make sure that you assess whether you are um, successful or not. But we just wanted to give you just a few things today to think about and analyze and look next time when you talk to your accountant or if you're doing your taxes uh, or your bookkeeping yourself. Just make sure that you calculate this labor cost because you cannot imagine how impactful this will be if you analyze and if you take some actions. Because it's, again, you cannot just cutting labor cost. It's a, uh, it's a balancing act. And Michael gave you quite a bit of uh, examples what you should be looking for. One of the worries here would be is if, if your revenues are going up and you're getting excited, gee, I'm going to add somebody else. 
you need to know what your labor cost percentage is to see, understand what the impact will be. When are you ready to add that next employee? So there you go. Thank you. Here we go, everyone. Thank you so much. Keep listening to us. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.